An idea born out of Monday morning chats at the coffee machine. In this series, we chat to our guests about their going out experiences and how it shaped them. Join us, Pippa and Georgia, team members at Skiddle who love going out and miss chatting about it. Hello and welcome to episode seven of the Going Out podcast. Today we chatted to Ella Green, the head of customer care at Skiddle. Yeah, we took this one in-house because we wanted to hear about Ella's view of the response since the roadmap announcement in Feb and it did not disappoint. No, we chatted about basically how Skiddle works, Mm -hmm. how her team have coped during this pandemic really and also the response to events since the roadmap. Uh, We also chatted about Ella's time growing up, well, going out in Blackpool and yeah, and chatting about Solomon really, which is no surprise. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a a trip down memory lane for everyone um, because I feel like Ella hinted at a lot of our going out experiences that we share when we were younger as well. Yeah, so enjoy. Enjoy. Today we welcome Ella Green, Skiddle's Head of Customer Care and Big Time Partier. Welcome to the Going Out Podcast. Welcome, Ella. <laughs> We're actually well excited to have you on. Yeah. Like we had that chat with you in the office last week and we thought we just looked at each other and we we're like, we should get her on the podcast. We should get her on. Because you've got like a million stories, but yeah. also we've been through such a big year. Well, as you know, you're like basically been on the public side of Skiddle mm. dealing with customers. So yeah, we, we just wanted to get your insight on how it's been at Skiddle and also your stories. Yeah. Well yeah, thanks very much for having me. I feel like this is a this is an honour. Oh <laughs> but um yeah I think I think now I definitely should refer to myself as a bit of a, a seasoned pro yeah, on the party totally, circuit. Because totally. you don't think of yourself as being that but like when I was when I was thinking about this last night honestly so many stories were like falling out of my mind and I was trying to put them back in like no save it for tomorrow like so hopefully I can draw upon the crazy times that I've had and and provide some form of entertainment and also it's good as well because like you say it's been it's been a really tough time and like to have that taken away from you like I've, I've been like a um, child that's had their favorite toy taken away from them <laughs> yeah like no so how have you found the last year how have you found the last year let's look at it in terms of like actually you like you yourself how have you found not going out and stuff really hard like i found myself um listen listening to to mixes and then found myself like going to get some food afterwards and crying into the fridge <laughs> just, having, just having a meltdown that happened once and like yeah it's just i don't know i don't know how to obviously just describe it like it's having your favorite toy taken away from you but Mm. you haven't got that release from a stressful week at work and there's been some stressful (laughs) weeks at work like there's been some dark times (laughs) Um, we laugh but that's a horrible thing to laugh at (laughs) yeah it is sorry (laughs) i think some people have a really nice way of putting it like oh it's been really difficult and and i just want to be straight up by saying like it's been fucking shit (laughs) um i know i said i wouldn't swear but you said I could. No, I don't worry. Um, but yeah, also you you don't have that that escapism, and I will never ever ever take that for granted ever again. Mm-hmm. We d- we didn't know how good we had it, but also as well, the not having it has made us appreciate that so much more. And like we're yes. on the cusp now. Like I've described this la- last little bit as like the tease, the biggest yeah. tease. Yeah. And I and I've straight up sat in front of my mum on a Friday night and I've gone, Mum, it's really hard now. Proper hits you at the weekend, doesn't it? You yeah. like that Friday feeling that you usually get. I've just not been getting it like for months probably uh, now. I went into Tesco with my housemate the other week on a Friday and I'd had like a busy day at work, you know, when you finish and you're like on a Friday normally in a normal world, you'd finish and you'd be like, Oh, great, I'm buzzing, I've got these plans and we walked into Tesco and I was like, I can't wait till we come in here and get some pre drinks and like yes. a really shit pizza because we need to eat something before we go out and she and I just felt like that's buzz I've not felt in so long but I wasn't even going anywhere and you forget that like that meant something to you because you'd never think twice about going in Tesco on a Friday and being like right I need to eat something and now even that is significant yeah I feel like you've summed it up though we had this chat the other week didn't we where you said I was saying I was finding it hard since the roadmap no not since the roadmap was announced like in fact Mm -hmm. yeah knowing that it was still going to be a while yeah 
until we were going to go back out and you were like yeah it's just because you can't blow off steam at the weekend and it, I feel like you've summarized it to a very good point mm-hmm. yeah and I also like sometimes feel guilty for feeling that but with that I'm just acknowledging literally how I am feeling and uh where was I going with that oh my brain my brain's failing see this is what this period's doing to me I just like <laughs> conversations how, how do they work again <laughs> yeah no um basically we're in a really 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 busy period so like since the the roadmap was announced we've just literally gone from like literally me holding the fort uh with the rest of the team on furlough to like everybody in (laughs) and we've got the good problems now like people are wanting tickets for sold out events or the promoters is like they've i'm so happy for the promoters like they've been waiting in the wings ready to release these shows and get get them on sale and it's like and it's just like crazy good whereas stark contrast 12 months ago it was like people were getting refunds they were moaning at you like when's this event going to be cancelled or postponed and da 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 and now it's like we're we're really busy like Mm. tenfold busy Busy, but it's like oh, we're gonna be going out again soon so yeah i'm buzzing i'm absolutely buzzing so for those that well i suppose it's easy for us to talk about customer care but what does customer care cover to anyone that's listening in skiddle yeah um yeah well obviously in skiddle, <laughs> um so we cover all of the the customers that may reach us via social media um obviously like email or they'll they'll go on to our help center and raise a question and, and we you know that's we take take care of anyone that's got a general ticketing query um we also um take care of our um very prized trust pilot and reviews <laughs> scores yes so very proud of those and there's a lot of hard work that goes into into everything really but yeah i i guess my role is that i say i, I take care of the team that takes care of our customers yeah mm-hmm. um and we do phone calls yeah. which other ticketing outlets may not and i remember using that ticket line even before i worked at skiddle and i by accident put the wrong bloody postcode on my event ticket and I was like what idiot does this and I rang up and I remember speaking to someone and being like oh wasn't that lovely like an actual person just dealing with my and I think that goes such a long way at the moment actually hearing someone's friendly voice yeah I've, I've, when I was um taking like when I was on the front line myself I, like you'd get people calling up going oh my goodness like I didn't expect to get through to someone I was just halfway through making a brew <laughs> like and because they, they got through to you like actually quite quickly as well um and and because I'm so in like this is my problem because I'm so in skiddle right I live eat sleep breathe rave repeat no <laughs> um skiddle and I don't really think about there's any existence of any other companies so sometimes when I think about like the comparison like I'm just we're just here doing what we do yeah but you forget like actually how how good it is so yeah I really need to like get that perspective and take yeah. that step back I think with a lot of other brands it's really hard to actually get in touch with someone as well like you've been there and you're googling like how do I speak to so-and-so it's this so-and-so company and I love how ready and available it is with our team yeah it's definitely a credit to the the team like you know it's not easy like sometimes being told that you want the company to go bust or however many times a day especially at the bad at the bad time so you've really got to have like a thick skin and I guess like when we do expand one of the things that I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to sit here and say to someone, oh, you know, it's all it's all unicorns and flowers. You know, you, you've got to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, 95% of our customers are amazing. But you will get the odd one that's just like having a bad day mm-hmm. and they need to like vent to someone. And there's usually a good reason behind it. Like the process isn't isn't quite fair to them or whatever. And they'll call up and they'll have a vent to you. You just got to let it be like water for ducks back. Yeah. You know, there's, there was one day, I think, where it was like, it was back to back, something had happened. And then, um, and their customer had like called up and it had been quite a, quite a heated call. And um, I just literally was like, right, okay, right. Well, I'm really sorry you feel that way. Put the phone down. And um, you could hear like the, the, it was Liam that was in, you know, privy to this conversation. Yeah. Videographer, Skittle. Yeah legend um and and i was literally like da, 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 da. okay okay thank you bye and then it literally the phone rang straight away and i just straight away went back into my um 
phone voice that's like, good afternoon, you're three to Skidder Customer Care. My name's Ella. Can I start by taking your first name, please? Because <laughs> I, I do not know how you went from like that call that was so heated into then just snapping back. And that's like, that's part of it, isn't it? If you sit there like going, oh my God, I've just had the worst call ever it's ruined my day you'll never get through yeah mm. so yeah I had, that's, um, uh, I had the do. joy of working on a phone line across somewhere in my life and um but mine was more of an answering service situation so I was acting on behalf of like hundreds of companies I had to pretend that I worked at that one particular company so it's not really dealing with customer service but there was a lot of arty people and I've personally found it really hard to do what like you've just been talking about so I feel like that then makes me a bit more conscious of whoever's picking up the phone to me but Mm -hmm. it would be good if everyone thought (laughs) thought that that there is an actual real person on the other side of the phone or someone that genuinely does want to help you like people don't work here to be an arsehole do they they want to help yeah and I and and that's the thing you do have to do have to genuinely want to help. Sorry, I'm fiddling around with that notebook. I need to check it on the other side of the room. I don't know what its purpose is. Yeah, you do have to genuinely want to help people. Um, and I think like when you when you compare like other customer care jobs, like I started out answering the phone for Blackpool Pleasure Beach, and it was it was an actual physical phone, like with a handset, and it'd ring. I hate this. I can't stand the sound of a phone ringing now. Like, I don't take phone calls. It's a trigger for you. Like, it, I don't take phone calls out of work. Like, my mum will ring me. It could be an emergency. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I... <laughs> How bad is that? But, um, yeah, it's it's an intense job, like I say. Um, and all credit to, to anyone in any company working frontline throughout the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's the key, isn't it? During a pandemic, like, that's madness what's like the positives you've taken from it like there must have been a shift when we had like the roadmap like we just mentioned yeah like I say the difference in customer queries that you get in and people are just like actually excited now where it was it was all doom and gloom now you've got people like we implemented the the booking fee credit system yeah tell us more about what that was so this I think it's absolutely brilliant um, and whereas other ticket companies you know an event gets cancelled or postponed you wouldn't expect to receive your booking fee back as standard there's a misconception within you know customers whereby they don't quite realise that we we work like or it can be a misconception sorry not, not all customers <laughs> but um, they don't realise you've got like a multitude of costs that that booking fee covers so you know admin custom service website development this that and the other you don't receive that back regardless of whether that event's cancelled or postponed it's not your fault granted however we still have our bills to pay of which there are many (laughs) um and and where, what was the question again? We'll get there in the end. <laughs> so then, um, so what we've done is where, you know, there's lots and lots of events getting cancelled or postponed. So what we've said to customers is, yeah, we can't give it you back in cash. However, you can put that towards a future Skiddle booking. And now there's loads of things that you can put that towards. And it's just like a cycle of goodness. Yeah. So there's lots of people spending their Skiddle credit. How yeah. good is that? That's lush. Like out of the Especially out of the if you forgot about it and you go on to buy a ticket and you're like, oh, got some quids off here. That's so nice. Absolutely. And there's like, where is on on Twitter as well, actually? Like there was people saying, oh, I've had to delete my Skiddle app and like, tear emoji by skiddle and all that now it's like people are saying my skiddle app's popping off with all these notifications and yeah like all my skiddles tickets are filling up again and it's like yes i feel like we should talk about that because it's so nice to see on twitter particularly the amount of people that mention skiddle yeah it's it's like and you obviously see it all day every day so it's like these people are like our brand advocates and we don't do anything in well obviously we've got an amazing customer care team and we sell them tickets to whatever they want to go to but people just do that yeah. as a, and it's been amazing to see what's been coming through since the announcement yeah um, and that's definitely been helping even us just be excited for the return of everything because everyone else is getting excited yeah yeah. Oh, it's a great feeling. I think I made a note of some. Um, <laughs> emails from Skiddle confirming rave dates. I could cry. 
Um, bless up to the Skiddle app. No Mickey Mouse cues straight to check out. <laughs> um, I'm sure there was a Mickey Mouse emoji involved, uh, not an emoji, a uh, GIF, GIF involved there. Yeah. GIFs are, the, they brighten up my day. Yeah. If any, if anyone wants to see like the incredible GIF usage from Skiddle, just, just go to Skiddle Help on Twitter. Yeah. I'm you, prepared you to guys. be entertained. Yeah. Or um, all these Skittle notifications are turning me on for summer. That was a saucy one. (laughs) That was a saucy Um, one. Said I wasn't going to buy event and festival tickets because you never know. A day later, there's three tickets on my Skiddle and contemplating buying my festival one. Oh, it's so sick. Ah, that felt so good logging onto Skiddle then and buying a ticket. Jeez, get me there. (laughs) Do Do you know what? I'm actually jealous of customers, yeah, right? Because I was saying this to you the other day, Pippa, like, because you're so in it, and you, you like everything's going a million miles an hour now. I've not had a sec- single second to sit and think, right, what do I want to go to this summer? Like, totally. So all totally. the tickets have sold out. Yeah. <laughs> I've just about managed to buy myself a Kendall calling ticket, oh, which probably oh, nice. took me the best part of like a week to like get, like build myself up to it. And then I've finally done it. But I'm just, I don't know what I'm going to go when, to. When's Kendall calling going to be? Kendall calling's at the end of July. Oh, I fancy nice. that, you know. Yeah. That, that was my plan to go to it 2020 but obviously we all know what happened it didn't happen oh. um, so I need to pick up my like brain of 2020 and like actually think about what events I want to do I'm just kind of like do 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 yeah. you need your own like events and festivals roadmap <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> right okay like, by this time I want to have done this many social distance events and then and then I can think about the festivals and that's my then we'll move indoors yeah yeah then we'll do whatever we want and then we'll just do everything <laughs> yeah. by the end of it have you seen any that have come on sale over the last few weeks that we didn't have before that you're like whoa this looks sick uh, so um, square one. Oh yeah oh, yeah that boys. one killed it didn't it wow yeah, yeah. sold out in that. a chuffing nanosecond yeah <laughs> um, did any of us get tickets no, no. we probably forgot <laughs> absolutely not i'm gonna be stood outside waving like can i come in Hi. <laughs> um what else so homo electric that literally oh. came and went in the blink of an eye but obviously homo electric we've, we've had on sale before but like just you, you know that's gonna be like yeah like gold dust to try yeah, and get a yeah, ticket yeah. to that nosley social yeah. open arms yeah uh, the dining like all the food related ones and it's as fun well because these events are such like a reflection of like the rules as well so they're like all like i don't know they probably would have been there in a different format but now it's kind of like social distancing and they're all embracing that change it's great do you know what right i'm i feel like a social distance event suits me fine <laughs> because you get your own allocated space you get because i'm a little bit older now i like to i like to have a sit down halfway through you know rest my legs <laughs> no i'm feeling a little bit uh, a little bit sore so yeah <laughs> so god i sound I so old. but i like the fact that you do have your space and you know i'm not ready to be pushed and shoved just yet like yeah. i, I want to ease myself back into it and i like that i like the, the idea of table service as well because i'm like really lazy yeah i love i want this table service to just stay forever it's so great yeah just order it on a little app and it comes straight to you it's like what more do you want yeah this is amazing. you don't have to miss out on any friend conversations or anything everything's just brought to you yeah definitely so I'm, I'm gonna be um i'm probably gonna need a season ticket to social avenue because it's a, it's only yes. down the road and I, I feel like i've not i've been pulled away from manchester because i live like in the sticks to where is like you guys live in the heart of manchester you can feel it like i, I don't feel anything <laughs> i saw you at the at one last year didn't i yeah. social avenue it was really good which one did you go to again was it Darius Sirossian? Yeah. I don't know. I never know how to say his no, name. Steve Yeah, it was really was good. Well. Yeah. It was really good. It it was like nice to have tables and you're in your little yellow box. No one comes near you. It's perfect. Yeah. You don't need to worry about anything. Like, why didn't we think of this concept before? I don't <laughs> I don't get it. Obviously, for obvious reasons, because the, you the wouldn't more, have to think the about more people, it, yeah. the more tickets. Yeah. Absolutely. But the, the concept of standing in a crowd next to a person that you don't know, like touching you, their clammy like, skin. Yeah. <laughs> Armpit in your face. Yeah. Like, Ooh, Ooh. I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit it's a bit much maybe 
psychologically as the roadmap gets a little, little a little bit more free every time we'll come round to the idea a bit more yeah because when you're not in it and you're looking it looks a bit far away doesn't it all them expectations but we'll get there we'll get yeah there. it's slowly but surely we'll support each other through these difficult times <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a thing though like getting back out there it, it, it is going to be a challenge for a lot of people like yeah, just when we did that podcast with Emerald she was like I'm nervous yeah. I'm actually like anxious to go to an event as it looms I, I think the same yeah just like I don't even know what exactly I'm anxious or nervous about but I don't know just like the whole thing it's like ooh well I'm nervous about like am I going to be able to find an outfit that fits because I've been actively <laughs> trying to strangely I've been trying to put weight on in lockdown and I've <laughs> been very successful i can say <laughs> so yeah but you've been absolutely smashing the exercise yeah been, been smashing food no but you've like been... no nobody's business <laughs> yeah but everyone has i know but that like yeah that has certainly got got me through that so, and uh, yeah. married at first sign oh, <laughs> we can I have a whole really... podcast episode on maths alone yeah maths <laughs> i just know what that is now yeah. just down with the kids quick I, maths i saw a funny uh, meme actually this morning that was like um getting those summer bodies ready and it was like summer's gonna get the, anybody that like i oh, i feel like i've ruined the, <laughs> think, the delivery of that but summer, little, is but basi- summer is basically getting anybody i bring out of lockdown do you know what i mean to say like summer doesn't deserve my ultimate body it's just gonna get Get, whatever it get gets. what you're given gets absolutely yeah 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 i feel like we'll all just be, just be so desperate to get out we won't really care yeah very true i'd rather just go and enjoy something totes yeah jeans and a nice top pub. <laughs> yeah jeans and a nice top i think top. i'll be less bothered about what i wear you know this time so i feel like in the lead up to events i would not obsess about it but i'd be like I'd, you'd want to feel comfortable in what you're wearing and now i'm gonna be like yeah, I'm, I'm scared of spending the money. Like, I've been, like, doing all right, but not been buying clothes. Maybe the odd care, uh, pair of mm. leggings. <laughs> yeah. You know, just to get through, because the other ones are threadbare. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, like, I'm a really bad, though, because I do like to buy something new mm. for an event. Yeah. So it's going to spend my money. God, saying that, I have so much loungewear. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I went into lockdown with, like, one Someone- pair of trackies. Central Avenue should do like a a loungewear special (laughs) please right because I actively like I've I've got a problem with jeans now to the point where like there's a pair covered in like cat juice food where I've chucked it in the bin and then I've put some cat food wrappers on it I was like that wasn't a good idea but you're still going in the bin yeah like oh god jeans no I'm a leggings or trackies girl now yeah maybe it'll be a new thing yeah a new trend everyone's got so much nowadays i know but we want to talk about your actual going out experiences yes. as well let's get the juicy stories out. so where are you originally from and where did you start going out well i'm originally from brighton but uh moved up when i was 12 so i didn't do much going out down there obviously um and then moved up here and most of my going out stories are from good old blackpool nice um i left home like up sticks and left at 17 like see ya mom <laughs> wouldn't want to be ya and then uh yeah just, so i can't i can't really remember which way around this was but i do have memories of um of doctoring my provisional driving license on paint <laughs> classic tactic it worked Some high um high um stuff there pain that's very I know I can't remember what I did though because my birthday is like 1988 so I'm pretty sure I deleted it and made it look like 1983 oh yeah and I don't even know how that worked because I definitely didn't look like that age So wait, you did it on pain? Yeah. And then what? You print it out? Printed it out and then it was like, oh, I've had to send it off because I've passed my test. Oh. Please, can you let me in? You know, flutter your eyelashes and smile sweetly. <laughs> and yeah, so that was probably like in um, in like sixth form. And yeah, I started going out. We'd always go to like a pre-bar called Schofields. And then uh, you'd go to the, the, the big nightclub there, which was the Syndicate Super Club, which is proper legendary because it's got like a revolving dance floor in the big arena. Whoa. Honestly, the fun you can have on a revolving dance floor. <laughs> How does it move? It, like a complete... 
yeah. circle. Wow. You'd go on it, and obviously, if you were a bit drunk, you'd have to be careful that you didn't break your ankle. Yeah, I was going to say, this is quite dangerous. I feel like I would have a lot of issues on this dance floor. Well, I've, Injuries. I've, I've had a fight on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine it going round. <laughs> Um, and then yeah so there was that there was uh, Sanok and I actually ended up working at Syndicate when I left um, school I, I was a bit of a bit of a bum I didn't really know what I wanted to do so then I just I was like oh can I be a promotions assistant and they're like well oh, you're 17 so you're not really supposed to because <laughs> you're not serving alcohol so yeah I'd do Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights there. Got paid seven fifty an hour, which was pretty good yeah. um, for like a seventeen-year-old. And I'd stand on Talbot Square on a Saturday night, freezing cold, whether it would be summer, winter, whatever. Like, you going to syndicate tonight? Yeah, get, <laughs> your, get your vouchers. Yeah, and it, you'd be in contention with um, with the Sunup crew. Um, but I'm, but yeah, you ended up getting on with him, and it, it was all right. You weren't like scrapping or anything. What would you be giving out, like? Free shop, like wristbands. Yeah, just like cards, but you weren't actually allowed to do that in the end. So you had to, you had to do it a different way. I think, I think there was like there was some. Oh, I don't know some trading standards thing or yeah. whatever. Like you, if you got caught with these cards in your hand, you'd be busted. I eat them. Like you just hide them <laughs> in your jacket. You're like, you know what I mean? Um, and then so yeah, so I started started working there, and and I think at one point I had like four jobs i was working at schofield's um bar on the bar i was working at syndicate as a promotions assistant i think i was working at a strip club not as a stripper but as a promotions assistant um and then i, I started working at, at the bank at barclays so yeah i was juggling the like this is a bit of a change of pace yeah. from the strip club <laughs> <laughs> maybe it needed <laughs> yeah. it was that, like, your, like your daytime job yeah bank, that was it? when i like started taking things seriously and realised I needed to like do an actual job um, so yeah started working there as a cashier I could never balance my till <laughs> and uh, yeah so that that's like my, my, going, my going out days not forgetting actually there was another another club called um, Hush and Rumours and and at that point you'd go it's like R&B rap it was absolutely brilliant and you'd go and you'd dance you dance until you couldn't dance anymore. Like, and I'd be drinking uh, vodka diet coke and then Jaeger Jaeger bombs, and I'd take thirty pound, and that would get me my taxi there, my drinks, and it'd probably get me a, like a, a burger, chips and gravy, or whatever. Wow! Nice. On the way home as well. That's miss those now. nights. I know. Where it'd be like a pound a drink. Yeah. Like one pound fifty a drink. Yeah, and it's like a penny in. That used to be when I used to go out in town. That factory, it'd be like a penny in, and they used to be like, "Can I? Can I? You need to pay like a penny." And what if they? Happy like, people would they have penny. to go though? They make like a fiver. Obviously, they make money on. Yeah, that. it was. I think it was a student night that, but. That's amazing. I used to think they're not going to charge a penny and it's just free entry. But the guy on the door was like, no, I need, I need your money in. And I'd be like, here's 10p. I've got the next 10 people in. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Money bags over here. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like quid drinks. And oh, it'd be like vodka, Red Bull. Yeah. And it'd be like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like now, I think I'm old enough to say like, back in my day like, <laughs> it's not it's, I've struggled to accept it but do you know what so yeah back in my day it <laughs> was like it was this like. I guess it's hard to compare because I bet, bet you go into different events than you were when you first went out like natural progression into just different styles of nights out completely different like as as i was saying earlier i was literally on my notes last night i love a list <laughs> so I was, I was listing all the festivals i've ever been to i was listing all the different events that i've been to and when you look like the comparison and then you've got like homo block 2019 it yes. was 2009 like that is the the pinnacle of like events like yeah we spoke about that before haven't a we a few times oh I, I, <laughs> we love this i think that was probably the best thing i've ever been to oh in terms of a large-scale event not a festival obviously how but it meaningful is, a festival. is it that it happened and then obviously march 2020 happened and that's like the last big event i know and, and also as well like what was really um what was really good for me and, and when I was watching the Homoblock doc- documentary, um, which I think I actually feature in for like 0.5 seconds. Mm-hmm. So we went to the Homoblock at Hidden 
a few months or a few weeks before and so I went to both events so I was like oh my god this is like so special and then you couldn't and now they've like sold tickets again and I'm probably not going to be able to go because they're fully sold out but (laughs) that's the best thing to to watch something so brilliant and to know that you've experienced it and like in 20 years time I'm gonna be able to say oh yeah I I actually went to that event and they're gonna be like that was a legendary event Mm. of that time yeah so and we and for homo block that was the first homo block they've ever done and they've haven't they released the date for like November this year to do the next oh have they and um I just feel like really glad that I went to the first mm. ever one and it's nice. only ever going to get bigger and better yeah. but to know that you were at the first one yeah who did you go with uh, my friends from her, um, uni yeah we didn't cross paths that night no did we? I know but then all of Skiddle was there well I seen I seen Liam bobbing yeah. about I saw I saw David like accidentally flash my nipple at him <laughs> <laughs> I went oh I got went to get my, get my phone out oh just accidentally flashing my nipple and he's like alright just carry on <laughs> so I can't wait to get that top out again it's like one of those um, chain mail silver oh, tops yeah, like nice. proper like classic raver yeah I have this like top and it has loads of like dangly tassels and I only ever wear it at like festivals and like loads of the tassels has come off and I saw it the other day and I thought can't oh, wait to wear you I've not seen you in years oh, it feels an old friend just yeah. waiting to be called upon <laughs> she's there in my in my times of need Aww. so what's going back to Blackpool like it's got it has got a little bit of a stereotype with nights out for like stag do's hen do's mm. what's it like as a local is that like annoying or do you like it I, I buzzed off it like um, I can imagine you love that yeah like the party vibe imagine that you're like yes it was great fun it was great fun you'd have like the, the punk weekend at um, Winter Gardens and then the farmers weekend like the punks were actually way more behaved than the farmers the farmers came like wreck the town so tell us more i don't know what this is is that like an actual like convention of like farmers yeah i'm sure well i don't know if it's like a but they they, it would be the weekend that they'd come um and it'd just be like loads of t-shirts with like random things written on them and flat caps and stuff um but they they really go for it Oh, my goodness me. Who, the punks or the farmers? The, the farmers, <laughs> yeah. Like farm, drink, rave, repeat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like, everyone used to know everyone, and it was, like... Because I, cause I worked at the syndicate and, and had friends that worked at other other places. Um, there, was, <laughs> there was one night, actually, <laughs> called Randy Rons that, um, that uh, a, a friend started uh hi alex if you're listening um, <laughs> and uh he used to get these girls and randy ron was like this this guy you didn't know who he was and uh he had he had the randy ron girls and you were dressed in like um sequin shorts uh bright pink uh thigh length socks did i say oh, socks yeah. already but um <laughs> black a black top you probably have your your boobs put what what boobs you had like pushed up in a in a push-up bra and like slapped on makeup you know and you'd like part you'd be the party vibes and uh and what would happen is it'd supply you with booze um and that was like your, your payment not your payment because that sounds a bit wrong but you'd get to go and and be like the center of attention because i did like just went out all the time basically i never never really had to pay in any places i'd be like oh to my mates oh speak to the dorm and just just tell them i'm coming in like not not a celebrity whatsoever by the way but just you get to yeah. to be like mm-hmm. friendly don't you so then you just you didn't have to pay three quid into shea bar like and that's that buy an extra couple of drinks so yeah. like winner <laughs> but yeah it's not it's not like that now <laughs> I feel like we do have to chat a little bit about skiddle parties because they're always <laughs> they're always big. That I feel like to an outsider of the company, you might have like you might have heard about mm. skiddle parties, but you don't really know what skiddle parties are like. I'm really sweating now. <laughs> like the perspiration is real. <laughs> I've only had the pleasure of going to two Christmas parties thus far. Yeah, I've only and had one. Our birthday party. 
and a barbecue. I think that was but it. But even just like a night out with people from Skiddle always escalates <laughs> an extreme amount. I know. Well, I was even jealous when you were talking about that night when you went to um, when you went to Hidden and oh, went to yeah. Flamingos. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I actually was at my parents yesterday and I saw Flamingos' new um, improvements and the improvements are good. This is this is this is the most exclusive ticket on the market. <laughs> I think we've chatted about flamingos we what, in our end of series one <laughs> chat. But basically Pippa's dad's got a club in the house mm-hmm. called Flamingos. Yeah. And I feel sorry for you. A lot of people that aren't really gonna get to see it like yeah. the general public. It's but legendary. It is <laughs> it's a te- it's a ten cap venue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is actually. It's not that into intimate settings yeah yeah so as you funny. know all the word in for events yeah <laughs> to make it sound better <laughs> intimate settings <laughs> yeah we could actually put some tickets on skiddle and see how fast they sell out. do it <laughs> as a test you write the description ella oh i love writing about yeah. events you're good at it you're good oh thank you <laughs> but yeah but skiddle parties skiddle parties right so you've been at the company you've been with the company longer than me and pippa have are you so- the longest serving skiddle member right now um i think chris has been here longer than me for sure and then jamie's been here the longest like on and off so definitely like top five top three longest serving skittle member yeah like longest i i've kind of self-given myself if that (laughs) makes sense uh the longest continuous serving manager and i'm gonna take that nice what made you get a job here good Good question. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, I was wo- I was working at the Pleasure Beach, getting asked um, on a daily basis if the big one was open. <laughs> getting sick of it. Um, <laughs> yes, is that a euphemism or is that just a flat for you? just a flat question? <laughs> so people wanted to know if the big they one was genuinely open. rang. Oh right, up. I thought you meant. <laughs> exactly. Hello, is the big one open? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, why? Because it's too dangerous. If we open it, you will die. Oh, okay. <laughs> the big one is so scary. Like, honestly, on the, I've only been on it once. And I remember going up and just literally looking. Down. That's the scariest bit when you're going up and it stops yeah, and it for ages. And you're just like, am I going to die? Yeah. Am I going to die? Yeah. Oh. So, like, people just, like, want, yeah, they just, like, apply unnecessary pressure. And you felt, you felt like you were the the reason that it wasn't open like, like it was it's your, your responsibility like it's windy up there very it's so tall <laughs> it is so tall so tall so yeah anyway i was working there and um one day i checked my emails and there was this email i remember it was like yellow colored i think because uh, that was the skiddle colors at the time it just said would you like to come and work in our call center i was like yeah why not <laughs> so I was like, oh, I need, I just need like a stopgap job. Like anything is better than the Pleasure Beach at the moment. Um, No detriment to the Pleasure Beach, but it wasn't that great of a job. Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, literally got, came in, got interviewed by Rich and like, the rest is literally history. That's crazy Sorry, that you, you started as like just thinking it was going to be a stopgap job and then it turned into like, well, this life that you've got now, it's amazing. I know, like, I've, I'm not afraid to admit that like every day in Skiddle is like a school day and I blag every day. <laughs> and But I like I like learning that way because you, you take you take more pride, I think, in stuff when you get somewhere yeah so like i've made some huge mistakes as skin online management like honestly if there's a if there's a managerial mistake i've definitely made it <laughs> but i'm still here <laughs> so and if you've learned something from a lesson then you've taken yeah, something yeah it? no one can get through a work life or career having never made a mistake and that's when you learn don't yeah. you so yeah others will tell you like i i proper like to do a thorough job and that that can be to a de- your detriment sometimes mm. like having a perfectionist kind of attitude so yeah i kind of have to like work on that every day and just also like just trying to take that step back but anyway this isn't session therapy <laughs> sorry about that this is more this is this is more for my uh for my other person that i pay 45 pounds an hour <laughs> i'm only joking good to, good to know you've retained that information yeah fight or flight wait i feel like we didn't chat about skittle parties yeah well that's why i was starting right i was like right so over the years talk us through 
the skittle do's Ooh. <laughs> right. without um we can be dishy but i feel <laughs> so the first <laughs> the first one the first one that i can ever remember hopefully i've got this right in my memory was we went to the to center parks and i wasn't up for the party at that point but i distinctly remember distinctly remember two people bursting in the bedroom dressed in like these onesies <laughs> and i was like who the fuck are these people and yeah that was like my first experience that they were they were literally like Whoa. And i was like hey, i'm just trying to get some sleep here so that was i was well boring the first one i made up for it <laughs> Let's let's say I made up for it. Like every single Skittle party, I seem to like wreck my life for about three months afterwards. No, <laughs> but that's because they're so much fun. Yeah, like when we went to Ireland, um, we went on this like magical tour um, of of Dublin and we were in the Guinness factory no we weren't I was in the Jameson's factory got to try like whiskey tasting taste like wardrobe that was my conclusion <laughs> then you'd go to a leprechaun museum like you, you were you were drunk at this point like in this leprechaun museum going what is going on like and then you'd be and then you'd be in a in a pub drinking Guinness and then you go back to the hotel and you'd get ready and you'd go out and like you literally just it's a laugh a minute mm. but they are legendary yeah like we went to brussels last year didn't we as a bit of a nod to Brexit. well not a nod to brexit like as a let's go out of the with the <laughs> let's go out <laughs> and try and go somewhere so before we end up having to get a visa I've ever had and um what expectations by the way <laughs> well but we should say we didn't even know where we were going for ages before it yeah. was like when you're not going to find out until you get to the airport but i think we found out before didn't we yeah but that was the idea um well some so, <laughs> someone found out didn't they because jamie it. run his mouth and then oh, everyone else found out but um it's difficult to keep a secret yeah. from like 50 plus people and yeah. very, very inquisitive um people <laughs> as well like because it's rich that organizes these you so, know you you want to know what's going on don't it could you? have yeah. been anywhere though couldn't it with rich like he could have literally picked any random place um and well what what did we do we went we did um cocktail making and then we had lunch and then we had um chocolate, chocolate making. making but we were split into two different groups so yeah. i was in the cocktail making first oh i wasn't bearing in mind we'd been on a flight and had a fair few <laughs> alcoholic in, beverages we met at 4 a.m in in the airport yeah as well. got straight on the prosecco in the airport Oof. and then and then had having had lunch in between i was like I'd had so many drinks and then a massive burger for lunch and then we did chocolate making and obviously chocolate making stinks of chocolate i remember just not even really paying attention just being stood like hunched over like i can't do this because it makes me feel sick no i did it the other way and i think our group did get like the upper hand there well you you guys both did better than me because i didn't i didn't eat my lunch and i didn't make the chocolate making so that <laughs> gives you gives you an idea of like my brussels experience yeah <laughs> like i felt i was like you ate it out later though oh absolutely yeah. I'm, I'm i'm there the whole way like so this, this time around wherever we go on the on the christmas do and i'm sure it's going to be like another legendary sort of occasion especially after the last year we've had yeah i'm gonna definitely i'll say this now you can hold <laughs> me to it i am pacing myself okay we'll I can't wait to out. play that to you when you're not pacing yeah yourself. we'll make like an after movie of the christmas <laughs> do and it'll have you <laughs> pacing yourself i will not end up in london euston station crying because i've not been allowed to go in the vip lounge and everyone's <laughs> left me which is exactly what happened a few years ago it was so tight that i've never i've never had a meltdown like it it was well worth it though it was so much fun we did the bullshit tour of london yeah That's i remember so that funny. some guy just walking around london making things up Probably. but i just remember being um i we stopped by the scientology uh the church of scientology and i'd watched so many documentaries about scientology i was stunned by this building <laughs> this guy was like going on about some literal facts that didn't exist <laughs> I think I'd low-key hate that. I'd want, like... I want the, the facts to be, like, rubbish facts, but I'd want them to be real. I don't want to be told lies. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, Do you know what? I'd, like, I take everything so literal. Yeah. So if someone says to me, like, I'm going to do that tomorrow, and then they don't do that tomorrow, I'm like, 
but why did you not do that though like bottom lip out but why <laughs> like ella things happen like yeah don't worry about it <laughs> so i think we would like to know like how skiddle has kind of like shaped your career and i suppose there's no one really better to help us communicate that skiddle is made of fans we like it's completely like everyone who uh works here mm-hmm. has an interest in music really don't they yeah so i suppose you're like the living embodiment <laughs> Yeah, and do you know what? Like when I think about the life experiences and the places that I've been to, like the been to, that doesn't make sense. The places that I've been to because of Skiddle, like I've been everywhere, here, there, everywhere. I've been to beer festivals and had a, a proper good time, like Tyndale Beer Festival each year. I love it. Been to Inverness to scan at Belladrome and had a right good time getting up at the crack of dawn like you're knackered but you're having a good time been to been to Birmingham and been in a green room with Seth Troxler eats everything scream just been like what the hell is going on and then I've been over to Ireland as well like and then stood on stage when Sven Vaff's headlining like I I love it I didn't realise this is coming from someone as well that initially when they first started working at Skiddle thinking in their head how do you make money out of running events what like that blows my mind like yeah like I can't wait to like add more um experiences to my to my list and like my I've got this um board at home with all like wristbands and stuff that I collect <laughs> like a bit of a, a wristband magpie <laughs> so even if it's a shitty one like that's like just says backstage or whatever there's a memory behind that totally um like the time that I went to Solomon at Printworks that's the first time I've dropped his name in I think yeah I, I was I was about to say you've literally not mentioned him it, it was it was coming it was always gonna, <laughs> it was always it was always gonna be feature so i went to print work solomon and i was getting pushed and shoved my mate had done he'd gone somewhere which he always does i was like nah i'm not doing this so i went up to a guy at the side of the stage and i just like thought right i'm just gonna do this went up i said hello shook his hand when you could shake hands with people I said hiya i said my name's ella i work for skittle what's your name and he was like da 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 i said i'm really sick of being pushed and shoved and he just pulled out a backstage band, handed it to me, and I just skipped into like backstage and got to see like the, the end of Solomon's set. And he dropped like one of his one of his tunes called Fantasia. It was just like that. I wouldn't have done that if yeah. I didn't do work for Skiddle. And I'm not saying I would go around doing that, but at that moment in that time, like that was the that was just everything. Mm. So. Yeah, it's really cool when you say to people as well, like, oh, I work for Skiddle, and they go, oh, is that Ticket Place? And yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's got a nice... Um, I think hopefully customers realise how authentic people that work at Skiddle are, because everyone is just, like, so down-to-earth, so friendly, and I feel like that is represented in, mo- in like, every team. Yeah. Well. Yeah, the, the like, the phrase family gets thrown around, like, and it's true like i'll be messaging be messaging rich at the weekend about like anything sarah you know and i'll soon soon be going for drinks with you guys whether you like it or not yeah definitely i'll be like yeah inviting myself absolutely <laughs> yeah i feel like a lot i've worked in other companies and they say we're a family we're a family and then like their culture's horrific mm-hmm. or you know and i'm just like the top you know it's just the senior people saying we're a family but but don't actually realise what it's like to be on, you know, the less senior position or actually do the day-to-day role. But I suppose you've seen it from the day-to-day role and worked your way up to the senior position. So you've seen it at all different kind mm-hmm. of angles. So yeah. and I, it really is truly like a family, isn't yeah. it? But that's everything that comes with a family. Like, you know, no, fa- no family is perfect. Like, this, you know, we have, we have our you know little things going on and we work through it and we're stronger than ever out the other side of it when i look look back and think of like the trials and tribulations if that's even a phrase that people use in 2021 (laughs) um the the times that we've we've been through together and we're still like we're still here like we're here to support each other but at times we can also take chunks out of each other and that's because like it's like you, you do that to the ones that you love the most Mm -hmm. and that's true of skiddle and but that's what makes us us yeah as well 
Like, I'm not going to sit here and say it's all flipping sparkly emojis and and all that all the time because it's not. But what, would you want it any other way? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's such a good note to end on. Yeah. But we have a question every week. Yes. So if you <laughs> were to go out with anyone, anywhere, dead or alive, who and where would it be? I feel like I know it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is the bit you know out of Harry Potter yeah. when Dumbledore puts his wand to his head and he extracts that memory and you can see it happening right there. This is it, like so. Yeah, it's um, I'd I'd love 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 to party with Solomon and it would have to be in the place where he does his residency in Ibiza every year. Pasha, it's making me have a. a like a frog in my throat let's manifest this let's make this happen in the vi not even just the vip bit but like (laughs) the dj box which is like a thousand euros for an hour or something but that that is my dream like and one day i think i'm going to treat myself to it and i'm not saying i'll get to party with him but you know you know stranger things have happened someone's got to ella someone's got to i know if you can get backstage yeah at Primworks. I have high hopes. Very close. I feel like you're almost there. Mm-hmm. Well, just as another very, very quick story, went to see him in Birmingham um, and again, managed to get myself by the side of the stage. Friend had gone elsewhere again. And uh, everyone has that friend that runs off everyone. <laughs> Don't they? He knows who he is. He knows who he is. And, uh, and I was like, his manager, he's a grumpy so-and-so, so he is. And I was like, oh yeah. And he's like, um, I need to get this right. So I was like asking the, the lad that I know from the thing, I was like, ask him if I can go on stage. He's already got another girl up there. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, you cannot go on stage, but you can have this tequila. He's like, I seen you somewhere. I was like, yeah, basically stalking me. Like, just give us a, give us a chance. Like, honestly, thanks. That's hilarious. So yeah, Close. I need to, I need to like, I need to, I need to please his manager somehow mm-hmm. and get him on side. And I think, you know, Send him some flowers. I don't know what I need to do. <laughs> I know. Suppose we could chuck a few free tickets his way, but I suppose he gets them anyway. Yeah. I know. It's 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 gonna be Everything an ongoing we can offer, thing. He can also offer himself that. Yeah. We'll find a way, Ella. We'll find a way. If I got it, I wouldn't want it anyway. Does so he this want is the best thing? A branded Skittle tote bag. Ooh. Their limited edition. Or a key ring. <laughs> Does he want this? This Skittle what? drinks container that I have used for at least six months and probably only washed once (laughs) I think so I think so that limited edition Mm -hmm. I know it's limited edition because I did the orders myself (laughs) I only ordered like 50 amazing really I don't know like it was a long time ago that was for the 18th birthday party I've got pure Skittle merchandise at home loads in the I'm not going to tell you where it is (laughs) in the in the well It's been so good talking to you, Ella. Yeah, thank you for joining us. And um, I suppose it's not that much different to having your uh, headset on for your for your phone calls, except mm. we're guaranteed friendly vibes. Yes. Yeah, but you're not having a refund, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. We'll, we'll spend our booking V credit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you we taking do. the time thank out of your busy you day. Thank you for having me. I feel like now I can just retire from Skiddle. Like, why are you just going to hand my resignation in at the end? Like, why no, are you doing it? No, you can't do that. I've completed Skiddle, mate. I've been on the podcast. <laughs> well, Unreal. yeah, we can't wait to see you back out as well. Oh, this, you too. Yeah. Bye. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you for listening to the Going Out podcast with Skiddle. Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe wherever you hear this podcast. Thank you.